Hello and welcome to the Knitting on the Run podcast. This is episode 84 and I am your host, Winswap Monique. And as always, this show is knitting and um, injuries in 30 minutes or less because even in a pandemic, we're all still busy. Show notes can be found at windswepknits.com and you can find me on Ravelry and Instagram as Windswept Monique and on Twitter and Facebook as Windswept Knits. Segments this week include FOs, whips, stash, out and about, and uh, sort of kind of on the run. And one note on Ravelry, all links to Ravelry in the show notes are clearly labeled as such. If a link does not say Ravelry, it does not go to Ravelry. Links to yarn are directly to the manufacturer's pages and should be safe for those still having Ravelry accessibility issues. First up, finished objects. Well, I'm kind of excited. I have two finished objects this week, which feels kind of momentous because I don't think I've finished anything in months. I've been feeling really scatterbrained with the pandemic going on and on and on. And I just feel like, I don't know, I, I, I haven't been in the mood to finish things. I've been in the mood to start new things, which means I have about 15 works in progress now. I haven't counted, but it's probably right around there. So this week I actually finished two things and that, that kind of feels like a good accomplishment. You know, um, The first up is the Descent Cowl. And this is my homage to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. The pattern is by Carissa Browning. And together, we knitters have raised over $30,000 through this pattern for the ACLU. Um, this figure was from a couple days ago. It's probably more by now. But hi, yeah, nice work, knitters. Wow, that's amazing. I used some ancient stash in this for this yarn. And I am done. And I've worn it a few times. I've gotten some really nice compliments on it. It's um, Even if you don't get the reference to Ruth Bader Ginsburg's Descent necklaces, it's still just a really beautiful pattern. And the color work is done with um, slip stitches, not stranded color work. So if you're nervous about doing stranded color work and, and nervous about floats, but you want to do something that looks like that, um, this pattern is it's well written. I recommend it. I'm actually probably going to be casting on a second one very soon. My second FO is Thing 2's Dragon Blanket is complete. And I'll, I've been working on this since the spring, I think. This is my very first crochet blanket. And I've had the pieces all done since mm, end of August. I think I think everything's been crocheted up for over a month. It's been yeah, it's been over a month now. But I finally sat down yesterday and assembled it. Both my kids are in school on Thursday mornings. It's one of the few days. There's only two times my kids are both in school, and Thursday mornings are one of them. So um, they think too doesn't know he's getting one as well. So I'm trying to kind of keep it on the down low and. You know, they don't know what I'm working on. I'm always working on something, so they don't pay too much attention to it. But I definitely didn't want to assemble it while its child was present because it would be pretty obvious when you start attaching a hood and spines that, you know, and claws, it looks like a dragon. But it is so cute. Um, I modeled it, and this morning I posted some silly photos on Facebook and Instagram because, I mean, how often do you get to wear a dragon blanket complete with spines? It was, it's just too cute. A thing two is going to love it so much. And I started Thing Ones a while back. I've got to um, keep going on that. So I've got, I think, four more Christmas gifts that I need to work on. Something like that. And I'm working on both of these Snapdragon blankets in some ancient stash acrylic from big box stores. And speaking of Christmas gifts, the Star Wars scarf for Thing One is progressing. I have started the Millennium Falcon, which is the kind of almost the midway point of the scarf, which is exciting. Now that the kids are at school, I am getting more time to work on it. After the Millennium Falcon is the Death Star, and then a couple little spaceships, some weird alien writing, and then the dark side of the Force is the last third of the scarf. 
I'm trying to work about five rows a day. If I do that, I will definitely be done in time for Christmas. The days my kiddos are both at school, I'm getting a lot more done because nobody's around to see it. This is kind of a surprise for, for Thing One. He doesn't know I'm making it. I'm still loving the hexagonal needles from Indian Lake Artisans. Um, they're definitely easier on the hands, especially with such a slipper yarn. I'm using True Boo by Lion Brand, which is a, um, I think it's a Michaels. I think I got it at Michaels. It's a big box store yarn, and it's a 100% bamboo yarn, and it's got a beautiful drape, and it actually works up in double knitting really well, but it's very slippery. Um, the hexagonal yarn at the he- with the hexagonal needles, excuse me, um, the yarn just doesn't slip off as much, and I'm finding it much easier on the hands to work, especially as I find double knitting is a little bit more intensive on the hands because you have to knit, knit and purl and knit and purl and back and forth to get both the front and the back working at the same time, and I, fi- I find that personally more intensive. I'm not a fan of ribbing for the same reason, but the result is worth it. Thing two is hitchhiker. So this is a DK version of the Hitchhiker Scarf by Martina Bame. This is for Thing 2. I'm sorry, not Martina Bame, by Strickmick. And this is for Thing 2 for Christmas. And this is out of big box store carton yarn from Michaels. I forget what brand it was. It was a big ball of purple and neutral colors, so I bought it. Um, it's still my car knitting, so if we're waiting in line, I pick up and drop off. This is what I'm working on, so I'm knitting a row or two most days. I've got to be at least a third of the way through. I don't think I'm halfway yet. I haven't weighed the ball. So I don't know actually know what my starting weight is, <laughs> but uh, it's, you know, it's getting there. It's getting big. It, it may be a blanket instead of a scarf, but he'll love it. He won't care. Ankle socks. So I am on the second stock, second sock still. That's a mouthful. It lives in my purse. So I've worked on it a few times waiting in lines when I came across unexpected lines. And also I was in a doctor's office yesterday and um, in a waiting room, which was weird. I haven't been in a waiting room since February. That was a very strange feeling, and the doctor was running late, and so I had a sock in my purse, thankfully, so I got probably a centimeter done fidgeting. I, you know, work a few rows and then fidget and work a few rows and then fidget, but it's growing, slowly but steadily. And then I have my pigskin party cast-ons. I've got the Tan House Brook Shawl. I'm working on this in the uh, Sekhmet base from 100 Raven, 100 Ravens, excuse me. That is an alpaca silk linen yarn. And I am using the Nevertheless She Persisted colorway that is cream and sort of a light sea green and then a light sky blue. It's a really pretty colorway. I bought this during the Virtual Maryland Sheep and Wool earlier this year. And I am on the first set of textured stitches. I think it's section four, but it's coming along along nicely. It's a great shawl. I've made it before. It's very potato chippy. You just want to do one more row. The pattern is by Jennifer Lassonde of Downseller Studios, and I definitely recommend it. My last whip I worked on this week is the Willowbrook Shawl. That's by Brenda Castile. I'm working this up in my own hand spun. I spun this yarn with fiber from hip strings with this shawl in mind last June during Pride Month. I took two of her cotton slivers, pulled all the colors apart, and then spun them in rainbow order, and then chain plied them to maintain the gradient. So I'm still on section one. I've got a little ways to go. Um, but it's coming along really nicely. I'm still, I finished pink and I'm into red now. So it, 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 it's really coming along quite beautiful. And the nice thing about this is it's got a lace edging, but you work the lace edging while you work the garter stitch. It's a side to side shawl, complete side to side. So it maintains the gradient really nicely and I'm enjoying working on it. In spinning. So no wheel usage for me here recently, but I do have a new Acreworks lightweight drop spindle. I started spinning some silk singles again on that. 
I won't be wheel spinning again for a while. I have a leg injury. I'm currently awaiting an MRI next week. This is my first spindle from Acreworks. I love their, their spinning wheel bobbin so much, so I had a feeling I'd like their spindles, and so far I really do. I just forgot how much fiber prep you need for silk as opposed to cotton. Like cotton, you can just spin off the sliver. You don't need to prep anything unless you want to you know, change the color order or something, but silk, you really have to. So I, I need to make a distaff of some sort. Um, otherwise, I, I, I spent so much time unwinding my fiber from getting caught in the single so many times. <laughs> Those of you who don't spin, I know that probably didn't actually come out sounding like English, but trust me, um, it, it was. <laughs> out and about, there are lots of fiber events happening online this fall. The Pigskin Party is going on now through the Super Bowl. I have a link in the show notes to the Rathory Group. I'm sponsoring for the third year, and I'm also participating this year and having a grand old time. Stitches at Home is put on by the folks at XRX, the folks who do Stitches East, West, South, United, etc. Uh, it ran last weekend and is continuing this weekend, October 10th and 11th. Virtual Rhineback is coming up in about a week from when I'm recording this. That will be October 15th through 18th. I have signed up for two classes on crochet to improve my skills and to learn how to read a pattern better. The charts are definitely harder to read than a knitting chart. Knitting chart is a lot like a crochet chart. You have a bunch of squares, rectangles, and you just, you know, one stitch is one square. But with with crochet, because you can work in any direction, they're a little more challenging. So I am exciting, very excited to learn more and improve my skills. Indie Untangled Everywhere, so the popular Rhinebeck adjacent event for independent dyers and bag makers, etc., is also going digital this year. There are more than 40 vendors, plus access to Zoom calls with designers and other folks who are vending. Vogue Knitting Live has a couple upcoming shows they have announced. They will be November 12th through 15th, December 10th through 13th, and January 14th through 17th. So I haven't been to any of the Vogue Live events uh, yet, or the Vogue, the virtual Vogue Knitting Live events yet. They've had two or three so far, I think. But I almost always attend Vogue Live New York City every January. It's usually a birthday present for my family because it's right around my birthday weekend. So this year, I think I am going to attend the January one. That will probably be a birthday present from my family, is my guess. If you have any events you'd like me to share, please email me, windsweptmonique at gmail.com, and the link to all these events and to my email is in the show notes. On the run. So, as I mentioned, I'm waiting for an MRI next week. Something is definitely wrong in my leg. Uh, They've got two theories. Hopefully, I'll have definite answers soon, um, which stinks even more because I have anxiety and I use walking as a coping mechanism. And obviously, I cannot now go for a nice long walk when life gets stressful. Um, I'd love to hear what you use to cope when you get anxious, especially if it doesn't involve gummy bears, which is a fallback of mine. And and I have eaten way, way too many gummy bears (laughs) during the COVID-19 pandemic. I'd love to hear what you do. Obviously, knitting and crocheting is wonderful, but sometimes that's just not a great alternative. So I'm hoping you are all well. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Keep your masks on when you go outside, and as always, keep those legs, if you can, and those needles moving. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.